I'm Christine Williamson, ESPN host, anchor, and I get buckets. You're listening to Triple Overtime. From tip-off to buzzer beater. Kick-off to Hail Mary. This is Triple Overtime. Welcome back to Triple Overtime, everybody. It's your host this week. I'm Tiago alongside Tony and Cliff. Yo, yo. What's good? Good to have everybody back with us. Um, guys, we have a really, really fun show today. But before we get to that, as usual, make sure you check us out on Instagram, Twitter, on our socials at 3OT Podcast. Let us know what you thought about today's episode, uh, what you think about uh, any episodes and uh, anything else moving forward. Uh, so without further ado, let's get right to it. Uh, today with us, we have ESPN sports reporter and host, Christine Williamson. Christine, how you doing? I'm doing amazing. You know, the best that I can do, be doing right now, I guess, with the quarantine, but can't complain, you know? Could be worse. Could be so much worse. So For sure. We're good. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, with COVID-19, has that affected your workflow? Like, are you good? Are you? Um, it has. So I was doing before the quarantine, I had a show on Wednesdays that we were doing called Hoop Streams. And actually it's on Wednesday night. So that night, I think during our stream, we were talking about how the Warriors were going to have to change and not have the crowd mm -hmm. um, at the games anymore. And that's like literally the Mac. That's like what we were talking about. At right. the beginning of the show, and that's like basically we were like, oh, it's gonna be so crazy. Then at the end of the show is when we found out um, something had happened. I guess they had another meeting. The NBA um, had another meeting, and then the next day, the Thursday, I actually went mm -hmm. to work because I also fill in for Sports Center update. And I went to work, and my shift starts around eleven. And as I'm watching, we're seeing everything start to come out. Like the NCAA started canceling things, and actually, wait. So Wednesday night was the night that Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Well, I guess it would would be Rudy Gobert tested positive mm -hmm. for coronavirus, and then everything just shut down. So then Thursday, when it when I went in, I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be a crazy day of news! Like this is gonna be so fun!" And then everything just stopped. <laughs> like, sports was over. So I was like, "Okay, I guess." Uh, and it was kind of weird too because my producer on our Sports Center updates was sick on Monday, so she had somebody filling in for her. Right? Uh -huh. Wasn't coronavirus? She had the flu. But it, it, okay. honestly, at the at the moment, I was like, "Bro, you might need to leave because I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what that is." <laughs> but she went to the doctor. It was a flu. So Thursday, she had somebody filling in for her that usually does another Sports Center show. But because it's Sports Center updates, it goes from like eleven to like five p.m., six p.m. ish. And so since everything was shutting down, a lot of our live our live events were getting canceled. The sports mm. center that day was only supposed to be one hour or even like, it might've been either a half an hour to one hour. Cause they were having ACC games on ESPN that day. Right. And so it was just Elle Duncan by herself. She was just going to do a couple of things and then she was going to leave. And her studio, like that sports center studio is right next to where I'm doing my stuff. So I'm like watching this all go down. <laughs> Elle sitting there by herself and I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. Like whatever. And then stuff starts shutting down and I'm like, Oh snap. So then games are getting canceled and Elle's just on sports center the entire time by herself. So then I don't know if you know who Tony Collins is. She also does sports center updates. I was mm -hmm. filling in for her. So Tony comes rushing in like no face yet. Like she's just like, Hey girl <laughs> comes, grabs her shoes. And she's like, she has to fill in now for Matt Berry. Who's usually with L on that 12 PM sports center. So it was just like straight chaos. So then my producer hits me up via email and she's like, I have to go do another sports center show. So sports center updates is canceled. I'm like, okay, so do I just go home? It was wild. Um, I don't remember what the question was, but yeah. 
so this is this is how it's kind of affected my workflow. ESPN is only having people that are absolutely essential in the on campus. So like yeah. we have our campus is like I think like 19 buildings. Mm. You're so at like, Bristol? Yeah, yeah. Okay. In Bristol. So there's like a bajillion people on campus on any given day. Um, and they just shut that down. So literally the only people like our makeup mm. artists aren't in the office anymore. Everybody has to do their own makeup. Um, and the only people that go in are the people that have to be there. So like, if you watch sports center, there might be mm-hmm. two anchors, but everybody else, like any analyst, anybody else that would typically come into the studio, right. they're, cu- they're broadcasting from home. Ooh. So it's um, like OGs only. So like Scott Van Pelt and nobody. <laughs> exactly. Like, like Scott's <laughs> zooming everybody. Like anybody that's there is yeah. zooming any analyst, any expert and that kind of thing. Yeah. Everybody else is just at home. Um, and so for me, we had a Wednesday night hoop stream show that shifted to there's um, there was actually two hoop streams, hoop streams crews. So myself, Omar Raja, do you know who that is? House of highlights, baby. House of highlights. Everybody knows. It's so weird. Like, okay, so I knew what House of Highlights was, but going anywhere with Omar, I'm like, how do you guys know who this guy is? No offense, Omar, but I'm like, I mean, I knew who he was, but we were like, yo, Omar. I like didn't know what he looked like. People You're right. like, come up to him, and I'm like, that's cool. I guess like Omar's way cooler than I thought he was. But yeah, so myself, Omar, and then originally it was Chinea Gumake, but then we had Roz Golden Wooday on there a couple of times, and then Gary Streisky filled in too. So that was our Wednesday hoop stream show. It's a good group. Um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. We're so fun. Um, <laughs> but the Saturday hoop streams was Cassidy Hubbard and, and Perk, Kendrick Perkins. And so mm. they were the OG crew. They've been doing it for a couple of years now. Um, mm. And so they decided, because Perk is Perk, <laughs> that they were going to give them the, the, both of the hoop streams throughout the week because nobody's doing anything. We're all just sitting at home, right? Yeah. So they're doing Tuesday hoop streams, Friday hoop streams now. And basically what I've been doing is just Zoom interviewing people. So like <clears throat> I had an interview with Vaughn Miller. Uh, I worked at the Broncos. Uh, when was that? When they won the Super Bowl, 2015, 16. Season. Oh, okay, okay. So I got a Super Bowl ring, you know, no big deal. Um, hey, okay. <laughs> I personally didn't play, but you know, if you're going to give me a ring, I'll take it. I'll That's take a super it. flex. I love talking about that. Peyton Manning and I are best friends. <laughs> So I um, I hit up Vaughn and I was like, hey, can I interview you? Because I'm not doing anything. <laughs> um, so we did an interview with Vaughn. And that was before he got diagnosed with coronavirus, which oh, like wow. so the yeah, interview hasn't right. gone out yet because that's interesting. Timing. Um, right. But yeah, so yeah. then I just did a bunch of inter- – I've just done a bunch of interviews with some NFL draft prospects. So we'll see how that goes tonight. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So we saw a couple of those doing. actually. Really? Uh, We've seen the, yeah. the YouTube the YouTube ones. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrew Thomas, a yeah. couple of guys. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, Andrew Thomas's poor kid. The I don't know what was going on. I was trying to act like everything was normal. First of all, I didn't. I haven't watched that one yet. Oh my goodness! Like I just, I just watched it. It seemed Literally. fine. What, what, what happened? Well, my my editor sent it to me this morning. It was like, here's Andrew Thomas, and I was like, oh, I do not want to watch this because right before the interview, my computer stopped working. So I was like, Ugh. so I had to bust out my iPad. The iPad didn't look right to me. I was like, this doesn't look right. I couldn't figure out how to set it up. It's like, you know, the computer camera is like up at the top of your computer. Right. iPad's on the side. I was like, what is this? Where do I look? So I was like <laughs> flustered. Then also his, because they were testing the NFL's um, ability to do the stream for tonight. Um, they were like, can we move it up 30 minutes? So I didn't have time to put makeup on like I wanted to. So I was just like, ah, okay. That happened. And then his, his uh, Wi-Fi wasn't that great. So like he kept breaking up and I was trying to act yeah. normal. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what's happening. 
So that happened. And then because I didn't have my computer, all my questions were on the computer. Like I have like a flow oh, that I like, no. like, like mm-hmm. things to gotcha, go. Gotcha. I couldn't look nightmare. at it. I'm like, dude, what is going on? So I'm just like, just do it. We'll see what happens. And I- if you would have never said that, we would have not. I've watched it completely thinking that you had that 100% under control. Like it was enjoyable. <laughs> I had no idea any of that was going on. Yeah, I was a hot mess. I was I literally got off the call and I was like, yes, that was awful. <laughs> but all the other ones were great. <laughs> but I mean, if, if you said it was good, I'll watch that after this and I'll be like, you know, but like I have this thing where if internally, if I feel like something's not going great, Mm-hmm. then I don't want to look at it. I'm like, that was a hot mess. Don't watch uh, it. <laughs> that's interesting. But, you know, and you're going to, yeah. you're going to look through at it through different eyes than we would look at it too. Yeah. When oh, we yeah. see it, we're going to be like, Oh, it's a good interview. Like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> and you're going to be like, Oh, that was terrible. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I knew exactly what I was thinking in that moment. And I hated it. <laughs> uh, but no, he was really great. He was really great. All the kids that I interviewed for um, that were really good. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Well, very cool. Very yeah. cool. Well, yeah. well, yeah. I mean, obviously you do this. This is what you do. You you do it very well. So that's kind of something that we kind of wanted to get into that. Um, you had yeah. mentioned, obviously you were an athlete uh, at, mm-hmm. um, actually at our boy Tony's favorite university, uh, University of Miami, right? Okay. All day. <laughs> Florida State, okay. baby. Florida State. Florida State. <laughs> I had to set him up. Wow. Set him okay. Up. So I'll talk to y'all later. <laughs> <laughs> there goes our guest. Thanks for having us. Uh, no, um, I literally, you know, it's funny. It's funny. I, I, I saw you were alum from Miami and I was like, should I wear a Florida State hat? And I was like, mm, I'll wait. I'll wait. I wasn't even going to say anything. Tiago had to set me up. So here's the thing. My mom went to FSU and so did my brother. Okay. Oh, okay. I just allowed them to make two really bad decisions and then <laughs> make the right one. Um, it's fine. Uh, Miami is a lot more fun than Tallahassee. Yeah, exactly. So we at least. Yeah. I mean, so nobody knows why you would possibly want to cheer for a school that's in Tallahassee, but okay. <laughs> I'm going to let that rock. I'm going to let it rock. I'm going to let it rock. I love it. I love it. <laughs> the I end. Love it. <laughs> I'll see you on Twitter. We, we're going to let y'all beef later. All right. So, but, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. but, you know, obviously you were an athlete. What I, I guess the real question is, you know, obviously you don't just go from one spectrum to another. How did you get into journalism? What mm-hmm. was, and, and sports reporting, what, what was driving you? How did, how, how yeah. did, I think my story is uh, weird. (laughs) That's how I'll say it. Um, It's very interesting because I kind of, I knew I wanted to be in broadcast as soon as I went to school. So I played volleyball since I was in sixth grade. Um, Wasn't that great when I started, apparently. My dad was like, wow, I don't know why I put her in sports. But (laughs) by like my eighth grade year, which is like just a couple of years, I kind of got the hang of it and and, um, was pretty good. So um, started doing travel teams and that kind of thing. And then decided that this was going to be like, kind of like what I was going to do in college. Um, and, and took it very seriously. So I, um, like I said, grew up playing volleyball, got an offer to go to university of Miami. It's the one school that I visited. My dad was like, you need to go on other official visits. And I was like, nah, there's beaches, there's palm trees. I love Florida. I'm not leaving. So (laughs) went to university of Miami. Also, I love my team too. So went to university of Miami. And when I got there, I knew I wanted to be in broadcast because, um, Growing up, my mom worked at a local station for a few years when I was younger um, at Channel 10 WTSP. Oh, yeah. And I was around uh, all of the people there, and I thought they were so cool. So, like, Linda Gelinella was the meteorologist, and I just loved her because she used to draw little um, pictures. Like, you know the ones with the big heads? What are they called? Like, caricatures? Caricatures, Um, So, yeah, she used to do those for me all the time and, like, make me look cute. And I'd be like, oh, my God, these people are so cool. And Reggie Roundtree was there at the time, too. And I just thought they were the coolest people ever. I was in a bunch of commercials with them, and it was just a lot of fun. 
Um, and so, and then my mom went to go work at the Rays for a little bit. So I was around sports a lot. Uh, one of my really like, I call them like my second family, um, growing up when I was in high school, their mom was also, she was at the time, she was one of the night, um, anchors, I think at, at channel eight, her name is Gail Searins. Uh, she's a goat, but she was also, I think one of the first women to call an NFL game. And so I remember thinking that that was really cool too. And so I just have like those things in the back of my mind. Now, when I was at Miami, I wasn't necessarily like, I absolutely need to be in sports, but because I was an athlete, all of the things that I was doing for my school projects were sports related because I was at Hecht athletic center every single day, all the time, you know, a hundred percent of the time. So any stories or anything that they were like, you need to do this project. Mm -hmm. I was doing it on athletes. I was doing it on the athletic training staff. I was doing it on games. (laughs) You know, it was just like very easy for me. It was a natural flow. Exactly. I'm like, this is very easy. I have study hall hours. Let's shoot something here. Um, and so I did not necessarily grow up a fan of anything. Like I was not a Bucks fan. I hate Jameis Winston. So glad Tom Brady is there now. Maybe I can cheer for my home team. Oh, don't do Jameis uh, like that. Don't do Jameis like that. I'm okay with that. It's cold out here. Jameis Winston. Okay. We can be friends. Oh, you Florida State Uh, fan. How you... No, no, no. She lost me at I'm not a Bucks fan. Then she brought me right back with I hate Jameis Winston. I was like, (laughs) my girl. Uh, (laughs) But... But so I never grew up like I went to lightning games when I was growing up because like my friends had season tickets and stuff like that. But I wasn't like, oh, yeah, go lightning. So right. fandom really fascinated me because I I wasn't a fan. Like That's I'm just like I, nothing made me mm-hmm. fangirl over any type of sporting thing. And so I just found it the, to be the most interesting thing ever. And um, mm-hmm. a lot of my friends were like on the football team. So like watching people be like, oh, my God. So-and-so, I was like, you guys are weird, but I kind of like this. Um, and so that's like one of the reasons that I like really started really being fascinated by sports is because it makes people from all these different places, all these different backgrounds, like come together and be like obsessed with something that otherwise they wouldn't have this connection, you know? Right. And that, I just loved that. So that's kind of how I ended up starting to do sports things and then just kind of like starting to fall in love with the, just like with the whole entire culture of sports, you know? Um, and interesting. Yeah. 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 So then study sports. Like you're like, you're like a sports philosopher. (laughs) I'm like, why are you doing it? And it's still like, it still blows my mind. Like I I just don't understand fans. I like, (laughs) I don't know. I'm probably a weirdo. Like I'm a fan of like Drake, right? Like I like Drake. I'm a fan of him, but I don't think if I met Drake, I'd be like, "Ah!" See, everybody says that until they're in a room with Drake. But see, like I've met all kinds of people and I'm just like, great, holler, you know, but whatever. (laughs) Anyways, so went to University of Miami uh, for undergrad and then I was there for five years because I played volleyball, redshirted my freshman year. Mm -hmm. Um, After my fifth year, I had no earthly clue what the heck I was going to do. I was like, what am I doing now? Real life? What? Um, and so I worked as a production assistant at Fox Sports South, which okay. is in Fort Lauderdale, um, and was still trying to figure out. Honestly, at the time, I didn't really know if I wanted to go into journalism. If I, I also was working for this um, on-campus min- ministry called Athletes in Action. I was like, am I going to go into ministry full-time? My, dad, my dad's a pastor, so I'm like, is this what I'm supposed to do? I don't know. Um, and so, yeah, didn't do that. <laughs> um, I got a job as a graduate assistant at Clemson. And it was a graduate assistant reporter position. And basically I was going to be covering all of the sports, um, in the athletic department and also get a degree for free. 
So I was like, yes, I like taking people's money. Like I got a scholarship from Miami and I'm going to go get a, a grad degree at Clemson. Might as well. Thank you. Um, so I did that and it was a lot of fun. I love Clemson. Cheer for their football team a little bit more than I do Miami's right now. No big deal. Okay. A little bit of a fan. A little bit of a fan. Only because, but only because like they keep winning and I can't really cheer for a team that's losing right now. You just got to cheer for the winners. Exactly. Makes you sound like like a bandwagon fan. I'm just going to say. It's not a a bandwagon. I went to the school. Exactly. All right. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Now, now if they start losing, you better be out there. I still cheer for them. It's just I cheer for the other the winning team a little bit. <laughs> well, what license plate cover do you have? <laughs> I have neither. Oh, but I do want a Miami one. I do want a Miami one. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, why don't I have anything that's like, first of all, I still have Texas plates. I live in Connecticut. So like, I just need to get my whole life together. But, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so uh, went to Clemson, left there, went to go work for the Broncos for a year as an internship, won a Super Bowl. And then went <laughs> just to drop that. personally. Yeah. That's, I mean, Boom. personally, I want to, I want a Super Bowl. And um, then I went to Dallas to go work at the big 12 as a correspondent. When I first started there, I was working for campus insiders, which was uh, it's now stadium. So um, I was hired by stadium to be a correspondent at the big 12 conference office. And then after one year there, the big 12 wanted to change their partnership with um, stadium and they decided to just hire me full time. So I was working um, through the conference office. And then basically what happened, it was so random. Like becoming an ESPN was the most random thing ever. I truly was not like expecting it. So I, okay, where do I even start? This so you just story? fell okay, so into it. Like they were like, hey, I didn't fall you? into it necessarily. I didn't fall into it necessarily. So basically at the big 12, it was a lot of fun. I learned so much, um, but it wasn't a network. It was a conference. So like I told you, I was hired by a network and then the conference decided to hire me. And because it was a conference, it's literally a conference office. And so there were just a lot of things that they didn't understand. And what I did, there was another correspondent too. There's two correspondents still there now, but there was just a, a, they were just behind. Right. And so I felt like I was doing a lot and not getting as much <clears throat> return on all of the time and stuff like that, that I was investing, which is fine. Like I will work my little butt off however long I have to. Right. Um, but I figured I'd test the waters and just send my reel out to some agencies. Mm. So I did that. I had like the top three that I was like, if these answer, then I'll do something about it. If these answer, whatever, thank you. But I don't know why I sent it to you in the first place. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I, um, one of the agencies that was in my top three hit me back. They gave me a couple of calls. I missed them because I don't answer numbers that I don't know. And then listened to their voicemail. I was like, oh snap, I need to call these people back. So called them back, um, talked to them, went out to New York to meet them. And then a week later, I hadn't actually officially signed with them yet. And they were like, hey, Christine, um, some people from ESPN are going to be in Austin next week. We want you to go down and meet them because we think this would be a great opportunity just to get in front of them. And I was like, bet. And I was like, oh snap, I should probably sign with you if you're like sitting. Okay, thanks, friend. Like, <laughs> so then I signed with them um, and went down to Austin just to meet with these people, like to just kind of get in front of them. Like I, there was no position. There was no thing that I was auditioning mm-hmm. for. It was just like, hey, let's meet Christine and like, see if we like her. Wow. So, um, I went down to Austin, which was a four hour drive from Dallas, just drove down there, stayed with my friend one night and then met them the next morning. And <laughs> so I met, um, a woman that works in the talent office and I was so freaking nervous. Like I, here's the thing. 
I'm nervous half the time. Okay. I literally act like I'm not, Couldn't but tell. I'm typically nervous. Never tell. I'm not nervous right now because like, I mean, everybody, but Tony is my best friend. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, God, this uh, is my life, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So anyways, went down there and I was so freaking nervous and get there. And I meet with this woman. Her name is Carol. Love her. We start crying in like the first 20 seconds of this meeting because we're like, we're talking about life. And I'm like in this office, like crying with her. And I'm like, ah, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be literally already cried. So like it can't go worse than this. Like every the worst possible thing is like out the out the window. So like, um, but the rest of the conversation was great. Met with a couple of other people. Um, and they were like, let's get you out to Bristol just to meet people. And I was like, okay. Talked to my agent after that. And he was like, you know, it's kind of weird because. Typically, if somebody's going to come into ESPN, Mm -hmm. there needs to be like a position, right? Like we want you to audition for this, or we want you to be here for that. Right. I was just like, okay, like, hi, I'm here. So I went to go meet (laughs) with with the people in Bristol, like a a few weeks later, came out to Bristol, met with like 80 people. Uh, I don't know. By the end of it, I was like, where, where am I? (laughs) Like what's going on? It was like the longest day of my life. That's a process. But met with a bunch. Yeah, it was, oh my gosh, it was a lot. Um, met with a bunch of people and then about two weeks later, they were like, Hey, like we can figure out a situation for Christine to come up here, but we think it'd be really great. They laid out all the things that they thought I could do. And I was like, yes, my, my agent was like, would you even, this was in, I think it was in like August. It was like right before football season was about to officially start. So I think maybe we were in preseason or something like that, but my agent's like, would you even want to leave right now? Like football season's about to start. I'm like, ESPN. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I want to go right now. I don't need anything. I can leave everything here. I don't care. So yeah, I, uh, I, I left. So I got up here in October and that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, obviously the pandemic happened last month. Right. So before the pandemic, I had been here for about four or five months and then pandemic. So that's where we are. That is, yeah. that is an interesting story. I mean, I would say yeah. weird, but it, it does definitely have a, a lot of, <laughs> A lot of loops and turns in there. Yeah, it's yeah. very, yeah, it's kind of all over the place. Definitely, but. definitely the, uh, uh, you don't understand fandom and it amaz- and it interests you. That's, that's uh, something I'd never expect a ESPN employee to ever <laughs> say. Like, that's <laughs> no, so it. interesting. Like, no, but like the way you said it, like, I understand how, why yeah. you feel that way. But at the same time, like, I don't understand it at all. <laughs> yeah, I know because so, people are fans. You're a yeah, fan. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm a fan of the Canes. Like I said, I'm a fan of the Canes. I'm a fan of Clemson. Just in yeah, a but, totally yeah. different way. <laughs> yeah. I'm fans of individual players too. Like people that I like know or like cross paths with, I'll cheer for them. Like, oh, I want you to go. Yay, win. Right. I'll claim the Broncos every once in a while. Well, I mean, they get you a Super Bowl um, championship. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's like you so, got a hardware. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. I yeah. claim them Drew all Lott's the time. my quarterback. <laughs> um, but yeah, Yikes. so. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. Hey, John no, always he's said cool he's, he's, he's the truth. He's the future. He's apparently. the truth. That's the same thing. When I talked to Vaughn, he was like, Drew, yeah, you know, Drew, Drew, Drew. I was like, okay. <laughs> Love <laughs> your Vaughn Miller impression. That. Thousand percent. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's exactly how he talks. We look exactly the same. I've met yeah. I've met Vaughn Miller twice. And I did really? not I did not fangirl over him. At Disney World, actually. During, you would have fangirled over Vaughn? During Pro Bowl week. Well, I'm six so, five and I walked up to him and I felt really small. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because uh, because he's like the same. He's like six four or six five, but he's yeah. like his arms are like bigger than my head. Like he's huge. Like he doesn't look that big on the field. And I was like, God, this dude's yeah, huge. Yeah, the guys are a lot bigger. 
in real yeah. life than they yeah. are. On I met Linval Joseph and just ran away. Yeah, yeah. I, it's funny because when I when I started working at the Broncos, I honestly didn't really follow the NFL that that much. I was <clears throat> huge college football, college basketball person, but really wasn't paying attention to prof- professional sports and thought I was going to be in collegiate sports forever because I just loved it so much because that's where the real fan, like the crazy mm-hmm. fans are. Yes, um, agreed. And so when I got to the Broncos, I had no, I knew who Peyton Manning was. I like knew who players were because I did research before I got there, but I was just like, ah, whatever the Broncos. Okay. <laughs> 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 Peyton, okay. Peyton Manning guy is pretty good. I don't know if you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Pey- me and Peyton share a birthday. So we're like the same person. Uh, y'all but, um, <laughs> <laughs> literally we're both goats. No, I'm That's not. Goat. I'm, I'm like a fish, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> but yeah, so I, um, but yeah, I get that sentiment. I saw fans do the fan girling thing over the Broncos a lot while I worked for them. So I get that. Gotcha. So definitely college over pro for sure for you. Okay. Yeah. So I think covering it from like an outside level is a lot different than covering it inside the organization because it is a business. Like it is a business and everything is a business. So I being at the organization was so much different than being at Clemson as at at the school, you know, I thought it was going to be similar, but you just saw so many more. It was just a different, it's a whole different vibe. It's just not the same. And so I was like, college is great. Um, But definitely covering anything I'll cover anything at ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, well, I tell you what, you know, obviously you've interviewed, uh, like you said, you know, you just named Von Miller, all, all these, I'm sure you've inter- you've interviewed some interesting people. So I'm gonna put you on the spot. Uh-huh. Okay. Who is the best or, or what is the most fun you've had interviewing someone? Okay, so I have so much fun interviewing people. That's my favorite thing. Don't put that disclaimer. You be a Listen, I'm I just, want a name. I'm just I want a saying, name. I'm just saying I have so much fun. So it's hard. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, the best, I don't know. The best, the most fun. You know. Well, here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right. It depends on what kind of fun. Because like sometimes I can get a guy to spit some bars we can freestyle. Okay. You know okay. What I'm okay. And I say we do right. listen. You got bars? Listen. No. <laughs> Anytime I ever make somebody freestyle, they want me to get down on it. And then I look like a fool. Like, I'm not the rapper here. You're the one who said you could spit. Why am I doing it all of a sudden? So that's. Cliff, um, Cliff got excited. Yeah. He was I like, thought she was about to drop something real quick. I was like, Heck no. She'll drop Heck some no. heat. No, it's just not happening. But um, I'm not a rapper. I'm not a rapper. <laughs> Um, I think my go-to person to always say that I just love probably cause he was like one of my first people to interview at the big 12. And then we, inter- I interviewed him from his sophomore, junior, senior year, um, is Devonte Graham. Okay. Yeah. My, oh, okay. I used to call him my child. I love his mom. I always, for some reason, <laughs> make best friends with him. I'm like, literally I'm not even joking. Me and Bond's mom, like that's my second mom. Right. Mm. Like I love her to death. Literally, she's my favorite. So for some reason, I'm always best friends with people's mom. Really good. <laughs> really love <laughs> Devante's mom. Um, but he was one of my favorites. And I used to just be like, oh, my baby, you're like a little baby. Um, <laughs> who else? I'm trying to think. I had a lot of fun with Kansas basketball team. Like, they were just fun. I could always get them to do weird things. They were always down. But I don't know. Uh, I think at the Big 12, I had a, I just had a lot of good interviews because... <laughs> 
they just like let me do whatever the heck I wanted. Mm. Like I said, they weren't a network. So they weren't like giving me like (laughs) things to do. I'd be like, I'm going to do this. And they're like, cool. And so whenever I sat down with athletes, (laughs) (laughs) whenever I sat down with athletes, I'd be like, we're going to do this. And they'd be like, yeah. So I just had a lot of fun when I interviewed student athletes in the big 12. Mm. Uh, But I would say probably Devante. Trey Young was a really good interview his freshman year. Um, He was talking about how he loves old school R&B. And okay. so we were like, we were like singing, can you stand the rain? <laughs> doing this kind of thing. So like he was oh, fun. Oh, snap. Trey, good um, singer? Trey Young, a good singer? No. <laughs> <laughs> no hesitation. No, he no doesn't. Hesitation. He does Ice Trey. Ice Trey. Mo Bamba. He's a shooter, oh though. Gosh. He's a shooter. Yeah, he is. Trigger, 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 yes. trigger, trigger. Uh, Mo Bamba is like the most precious human. Like Super nice guy. There, he's Super so, nice like, guy so nice very soft-spoken i was asking him i'm crazy i was like asking him like like oh my gosh mo and he's just like you know very patient with my (laughs) whatever (laughs) so i loved him i don't know so like a few guys um mo's like you're from florida aren't you (laughs) (laughs) wait a second did you say florida because this all makes sense now Oh, and they got dropped by Orlando and he was yeah. like, exactly. Oh. He's like, Oh, I have to know where that girl's yeah. from. Like, so <laughs> this is what this is about. Okay. Well, exactly. cool. Cool. Exactly. Well, oh, I'll tell you what, still political answer, but look, I'm gonna let it slide. Let it slide. <laughs> he just gave you like three groups. Exactly. What a great political answer. I mean, yeah. Give me one name. Let me give you four. You know? I mean, okay. No, no, no. That's, 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 that's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Um, well, I, I will say this just to get um, a little bit, more on the on the serious side of the series. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, you're in an industry and it's not a mystery to anybody. And it's kind of funny as you have three guys interviewing you right now, but um, we, we're in an industry that's usually- Where are the women? I'm right. Sorry. I mean, I mean- that's, 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 that's legit. Yeah, let's seriously. address the elephant in the room, right? I mean, it's, uh-huh. it's saturated by men. So what would you say in terms of, is there a way that this industry can, can continue to move forward and continue to have a a bigger voice for, for, for women, whether they be analysts, reporters, or, or people. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I think I was talking to somebody about this or watching, actually, my friend was my friend, Amina Smith. She works for stadium. Um, she was talking on her Instagram live the other day about this um, because yes, sports women in sports, but like every industry is male dominated. So I think it's, it's, sure. it's very glaring because in sports, um, men play sports. Those are the biggest sports that we're covering, right? The revenue generating sports are men playing them. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's very glaring that there's a lot of men on the football field. There's a lot of men in the locker room. There's a lot of men, I mean, like interviewing in the locker room, there's a lot of men in higher positions at organizations and stuff like that. Like, and so I think because, so let me go back to when I was at the Broncos, my year at the Broncos When I got there the year before, they weren't letting female interns in my position into the locker room, right? So like my year was actually the first year that they allowed female interns. Before that, I don't even think they were really allowing female reporters. And it was like, I'm not 80. (laughs) Like that was literally in 2016 or 2015, 16. So I think people are just behind in general when it comes to women being around men. Right. Even like I think about like when I first started in this industry, like my friends not meaning any harm would be like, you're flirting with them. You're that like it it always turns into this like thing where it can't just be like a person doing their job. Right. Um, 
even like when I was at the Broncos, I remember this one time, I don't remember where I was visiting, uh, where we were, it was, we were traveling. So we were on the road for a game and I was like, you know, I would interact with fans and stuff like that. They're my fave. And one of the women was like, Oh my God, you're so beautiful. And I was like, thanks. And she was like, are you a wife? And I'm like, no, wives of players aren't just walking around on the field. Like, what are you talking about? So like, there's just always like, there's always going to be that. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think as women too, like, Stephen A. Smith does not know every single thing that goes on in sports. He doesn't. Contrary he to popular belief. For shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets repped for shows. Like we, everybody's not an encyclopedia. Yes, he has a breadth of knowledge, but just like he doesn't know everything, a woman might not know everything. But if a woman doesn't know everything, everything, then people are like, ah, I knew it. Right. If Stephen A. Smith yeah. doesn't, it's like, ah, he doesn't need to know everything. He's Stephen A. Smith. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So, a, but a woman will get questioned. A woman will be like, why are you here? What are you doing? Like, it's, 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 it's that double standard. It's, it's, it's that. a double standard and it's every, it's everywhere. Yeah. So yeah. it's not just women in sports. It's women in business. It's women in politics. It's women everywhere. So mm-hmm. I think just the world as a whole is starting to really have a conversation about that, which I think is great. Right. Um, Would you say it's progressing? Have, Sorry to cut you off. Would you say it's progressing though? Somewhat. I think like when the, when Cam Newton said it was funny for that reporter to talk about yeah. running routes, yeah. like oh, right. even a play I, that blew my mind because that was, I had already worked at the Broncos then. So like, yeah, that was like I've three, seen female ago. reporters yeah. at mm. in scrums asking that wasn't the first female mm-hmm. that right. Cam Newton has heard ask a question. So I was just confused by that. So I don't know. I think it's, it's a lot. I was even talking to one of my best friends. He, he, he plays in the NFL and he was still kind of like, well, but I've just never heard a woman ask me like, like to break down a play. Mm. And I'm like, but what does that have to do with it? <laughs> right. right, exactly. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> and that's my best friend. Um, and so I, I just feel like for everybody. It's like ingrained it's, almost in a way. Yeah, yeah. it's ingrained. And, and I guarantee my friend's dad hasn't asked him that either. So mm-hmm. like, what does that have to do with being a woman? Right. It might just be right. the story she's writing. Like it doesn't have anything to do with her knowledge or her qualifications of in being there. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with that. It just has to do with whatever her job is right now. Yeah. So I feel like, I don't know. The thing that's so crazy to me is like truly sports isn't that hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. No, it's that's not fact. That it's hard really to not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. The hardest part about sports to figure out is like maybe like the history of like a team. Like maybe if you're trying to figure out like who the quarterback was 80 years ago, I don't right. know. But you don't <laughs> need it's like not science. Right. Rocket science. It's freaking ABC. Like, right. Unless you're John so, Brinkus on sports science, then it actually <laughs> is science. It, then it is, then it is right. science. He's actually <laughs> breaking down scientific things. But <clears throat> if you're just like looking at a basketball court. It's not that hard to figure out the game. It's X's and O's. It's just not. It's all X's it's and O's. X's, it's literally a ball going into a hoop. A hoop. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How many points is that? Okay. How many points? Is, like, it's not right. hard. So I just think because of the nature of sport and historically men are sports fans mm-hmm. more than women, whatever it is, I think that's just what it's in, is ingrained in people's minds. And <clears throat> I do think we've been make, we've made a ton of strides, but I still think we have a long way to go. And for sure, I don't know. I don't right. know what needs to be done, but I find that so interesting because like my mom is the one that got me into sports. Yeah. And like my dad, I get, my mom listens to our podcast every week. She texts me throughout the week and is like, Hey, cause she listens at work. So she's listening, you know, 10 minutes here, 15 minutes here. 
And like, I got a text today about or this week's episode. And a lot of times it's just, I think this, or I think that, or a critique, or you guys, I like the way this point, you know, da, 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 da. My yeah. dad, I don't think he's ever listened to a single episode. <laughs> he doesn't. My dad. My I don't dad, know talking about sports. The only thing he'll do is he'll turn on NASCAR if he wants to fall asleep on the couch. Like, that's it. <laughs> like, that's that's the sports. That's that's my dad's wow. sports. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, like, my mom has always ingrained that in me. My mom's the one that will be like, she'll pause a game and be like, hey, do you see how he ran that curl route? Yeah. Or, hey, do you see that in cut? Like, yeah. Or she's not a huge basketball fan, but, like, she's a huge football fan. So mm-hmm. it's something for me, it's, it's, you know, I seen Tiago put these questions on here and I was like, it's, it's always super interesting to me to get a female's perspective on the sports industry. Not just cause like we talked a couple weeks ago on the podcast, we talked about our dream guests and like my dream guest right now is Katie Sauer mm-hmm. from the Niners. Cause it's for me, mm-hmm. I'm like, she's going to bring you everything that any other coach would bring. Plus yeah. she would bring you the struggles and everything that took her to get yeah. there as well. Exactly. So that's a great answer. Yeah, it's yeah. I like, appreciate you. Appreciate yeah. you. Appreciate no you. Appreciate yeah. all the women in sports. Everybody in the industry, even though you're a Miami fan, <laughs> <laughs> we can't all be yourself. But hey, seriously, like on that on that note, um, if I could continue that a little bit, um, mm-hmm. I know you probably have a great answer for this because I've been discussing this question I'm about to ask you with a whole bunch of people, mainly guys. Though, okay. <laughs> um, I am literally obsessed with trying to fix the WNBA. So I would love to hear your perspective on what we could do to make this this league be appreciated? Yeah. I feel like they're trying really hard, Mm -hmm. right? Because they have the NBA backing them, like NBA players backing them hard. But like even thinking about like Sabrina Inescu, right? Mm -hmm. People are freaking out about this girl. Hooper. Baller. Mm -hmm. She's going to go into WNBA and I guarantee the majority of those people aren't going to be following her to to the next level as much as they followed her at Oregon, Mm -hmm. right? right? I don't know what it is because we see the same issues with women's soccer, right? Mm-hmm. Versus men's soccer. And they're way better. Exactly. Not they're way close. better. Like, That's not even the thing. close. They're so much better. And I, I've sat down and had conversations, like chill conversations, nothing like too serious with people talking about women's basketball versus men's basketball. And it's always, well, they can't dunk and they can't, it's not as exciting because they're not doing this and they're not doing that. Kobe Bryant, before he passed away, listed women that are in the WNBA that could compete in the NBA. So yes, it's a different game because they're different people, right? But like, that's like saying that uh, one player in the NBA is going to have a different player than another player in the NBA or a different game than another player in the NBA because they're different people. So yes, it's a different game, but I don't know. I honestly, it's, it's so tough because you have to get people to buy in. And if people have these biases, then how can you, even if, if Steph Curry, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, before he passed away, are all backing this league and people are like, oh yeah, that sounds great. Anyways, you know, so yeah. you have to get people to buy in and I don't know what that takes. I don't know. I think it's just a time thing, just mm-hmm. like women working in sports is, is people just have to, the people that exist on the planet right now. They believe what they believe. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, that's just what they believe. You're not going to convince them otherwise. If somebody is like, I don't want to watch the women's game because it's not as good. Mm-hmm. You can't show them a game and be like, well, look at how it's so much better. It, right. it is good. Yeah. You know, that person has the bias. That's what they believe. You're not going to be able to change them, especially if they're so irrational to say, it's just not as good and I don't want to mm-hmm. watch it. So it's just going to take time 
for people to actually start to invest in players like Sabrina when they're in college and wanting to watch them mature as a player. That's very interesting. So I think it starts at, I think it starts at the college level, Mm -hmm. but I mean, even it's, it's, it's just a lot. It's people have their biases. That's Mm -hmm. what they believe. And it's going to just take time. It just takes time. There's no CBA. There's no level of marketing. There's no Mm -hmm. anything that's going to change the way people think. Obviously, the CBA is freaking amazing for a WNBA. That's right. life-changing. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. that is amazing. But, I mean, I'd be curious to see what exactly happens mm-hmm. after, you know, as we go into this WNBA season, if yeah. sports comes back. Well, I think you uh, but- <laughs> made a great point, though, like you were saying, because, um, you know, the people who are already here already have their biases and their beliefs. Yeah. And I know we had kind of talked about that in one of our episodes prior to about um, trying to beat out bigger brands. Like, for example, like the Clippers will never outbrand the Lakers. It's just not possible. Right. Yeah. But the thing yeah. is, is like if you continue to produce a good product and uh, and you focus on what you're giving the people, maybe throughout mm-hmm. the years, you might not you might not get the 30, 40 year old guy because he has his it's already imprinted. But the yeah, people yeah. who are coming up it could be the same. Because I'm looking at it from the WNBA's perspective. Maybe they can't mm-hmm. win us. But if they continue to produce and create good context, there's great players in this league. Like maybe they can yeah. win later. That makes any sense. Yeah, for sure. I was going to say, even if you look at like, let's look at the Knicks, right? Mm-hmm. They aren't good, let's not. but they were, let's not. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but they were at one time. Mm-hmm. And when you think about like the guys that are like rooks in the league right now, they never knew the Knicks to be good. Hey, right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that wasn't a team where they were like, oh, I can't wait. Hopefully I go to New York. <laughs> like nobody was saying that. But at one point, that was who it was. Like that was a team. Mm -hmm. And it's just not even like a full generation later where these people are like, that team is trash. But then if you look at the history, you're like, Oh, well, I don't know what happened to that organization. It's just trash now. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm from Jersey. So you got me sold. I don't, I I hate it. So yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But like just things can completely flip out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and people's perceptions of things, organizations, leagues can change just based on whatever they're able to do Mm -hmm. to appeal or not appeal to somebody. So I think it's definitely possible. It just takes time. For sure. Need a little bit more time. And I think, I think what you said is about Sabrina uh, Nescu is spot on because for me, I was never a big WNBA fan. I mean, Mm -hmm. I grew up knowing the names. Like I knew who Lisa Leslie was, you know, I know the names, like I know who Tarasi is like, but Brianna Stewart comes in league. Mm -hmm. I watched her at UConn. Yeah, this girl just dominating, and I'm like, I want to see. Okay, is she just dominating because she's in college? Like, you know what I mean? So, so now all of a sudden, I'm watching WNBA games to see if she's really as good as you know. Is she as good as advertised? Her resume is. Yeah, Yeah, and so now I'm watching in WNBA games a couple years ago when she came into the league just to just to see if she's still that good. And now, obviously, I'm a big fan because she's still that good. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I think the other thing too is like for the casual basketball fan, they're able to talk about people like Sabrina and um, Diana Taurasi and that kind of thing. Brianna Stewart, they know those people. Nobody knows like the sixth man mm-hmm. on the bench. Yeah. But yeah. I know, who, well, I was supposed to say, I know who Tristan Thompson is, but probably because I watched the Kardashians. No, <laughs> That's why everybody knows them. But you know, like you can mm-hmm. name a bench player yeah. in the NBA you can, way yeah, more I, than you yeah. can in the WNBA. You know think, what I'm saying? I think the three yeah. of us combined could probably name the starting five for every NBA team. At least easily, the starting easily. five. Yeah. Very yeah. Easily. yeah. So, so you yeah. just know more people for whatever reason that are on an NBA roster mm-hmm. 
than you do on a WNBA roster. You just know the the people that were standouts in college and then went to the WNBA, mm-hmm. but you don't really know the people that were like okay players in college and then went to the WNBA. Yeah. You just don't know those players mm. as much as much as you do in the NBA. So I think that's the other thing too, is just like the knowledge and actually caring about the sport, right. I yeah. think is what yeah. gives you that knowledge. But people don't buy it. If people don't buy in, they don't want to know that kind of information. It may, you know? it may, like you said, it may take time and it may take the next generation to just continue to, continue. to yeah. you know, to push it, to encourage yeah. that, hey, you know, this this is important. This is just as good as the other product. Exactly. We just exactly. have to take a look at it. I mean, here's, yeah, a quick, here's a quick idea. I mean, a lot of these guys that disrespect the WNBA players, we got to get these one-on-one set up. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's not did Brittany Griner, Brittany Griner wanted to do that. Yeah, I mean, no, there was no, I'm not talking about of... NBA players. I'm talking about the casual guys who are on Twitter. Oh, oh talking. yeah. No, we, oh, yeah. <laughs> talking who don't understand. Listen. They don't understand. They don't I, will, I, listen, I played volleyball in college. I didn't even play basketball. I played basketball in high school. But let me tell you, oh, you get most of the guys couldn't even. You what? get buckets? That's what you're trying to say? Oh, all day. All day. I, <laughs> I used to have that in my Twitter bio, but I figured I'd take that out. <laughs> Just in case somebody was really trying to give me some buckets, I'm not trying to make myself. But, <laughs> but I feel like I could beat most of the Twitter fans that are over here saying that women can't play basketball. But I mean, that's the thing. Like for some reason, a man that has Twitter fingers thinks that they can beat a WNBA player. That's the kind of bias that's completely yeah, irrational. Exactly. And, like, you're not going to change yeah. Your, yeah, like you're not, I'm not going to change your opinion yeah, unless yeah. you really get these buckets and get embarrassed, which I'm not going to waste my time on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, it's just. My argument's always Steve Nash couldn't dunk either, but he won MVP. So. Exactly. Exactly. Like, you don't have to dunk to be nice. Like, exactly. you don't have to dunk <laughs> to be nice. That's completely, it's, 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 it's just irrational. It's unnecessary. Yeah, irrational. Seriously. Well, look, the serious discussion with the 3 OT crew is just about over. I just. I have one more serious hardball question for you, mm-hmm. and then we'll and okay. then we'll move forward. Okay. Who is your favorite person at ESPN? Wow, you were setting her up. Man. <laughs> okay, actually, this I know. Is very, not even, this hey, is that's not even on the, that's not even on the list, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, snap! He really just did that. Okay, so here's the thing. He didn't even tell us I, he was going to do that. <laughs> I um, am bald. I do. I'm bald. Um, not sure if you guys know that, but I'm bald. So I, when I went to Clemson, when I went to Clemson, I um, was bald at the time. And I actually, throughout my career, didn't get a lot of gigs because of my appearance. People would be like, oh my gosh, we love your energy. We love your presence, but we don't understand. We don't think that our audience would really connect with you on camera just because. That's wild. They would say some BS reason. It's like, like that India Ari song, you know? Hey, exactly. I'm not my I'm hair. Not my hair. Because mm. <laughs> I don't oh, have any. No, I'm just kidding. The Akon remix is dope, though. Don't sleep on it. I'm with you. No, I'm with you. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I love India. Shout out to India one time. Let's go. <laughs> we're, we're riding uh, with y'all. We're riding with y'all. <laughs> but so anyways, so when I got to Clemson, it's a small town. You know, fans are really passionate about Clemson, players, teams, et cetera. So I was like, shoot, this is going to be awkward. Like, thank you for the gig. But like. I'm over here in the South about to just be talking to people with no hair. So (laughs) (laughs) I was like anticipating that people would be like, what is going on? So actually when I first got here, um, I, or no, when I first got to Clemson, I um, was on a shoot with Taj Boyd and Sammy Watkins and um, Scott Van Pelt came on campus and he was doing a bald man on campus segment. And I tagged along with them and I was like, bald man on campus. Wow. I should be bald girl on campus. And then everybody, let's just get the awkwardness out of the way. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm the bald girl. Um, And so anyways, took a picture with SVP that day. And um, when I first got here, 
I sent him an email and I was like, hi, SVP. I wanted to tell you that actually when I was at Clemson, you sent him the picture and he was like, oh my gosh, this is great. So happy to cross paths again. Um, Hopefully you'll get as lucky as I have, work hard to make sure you do. So I can go on and say that Bob Man on campus is my favorite person at ESPN because he was a part of my journey to ESPN. That's awesome. That is Plenty awesome. of yeah. reasons why SVP is a goat, but that's that's yeah. that's an awesome yeah. story. Yeah, and we're both Bob, so oh. it's like whatever. And then the thing that's so funny, <laughs> I had not seen SVP on campus one time, like not one time before I sent him that email. I sent him the email the next week. I'm walking down the hall, like leaving. I had just finished. I think I had just gotten done with my Wednesday show and was leaving, going like a very non-traditional way out of the building. Like it's like not, didn't make sense that I was going that way, but I parked at like another side of of campus. So I was like walking down the hallway. I was on the phone and he was like talking to somebody. We were like crossing paths and I looked up and I was like, and he goes, I was like, like, oh my gosh, this is the first time we've ever seen each other. That's awkward. Okay, whatever. And we're both like doing something, but I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's so dope. That is so dope. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, see, I'm I'm glad I asked that question. Awesome. Well, (laughs) well, no, I I for real have no more uh, questions, but um, I know you like to play games. So we have, mm. yes, Stop. yes, absolutely. So you need to, you need to get your thinking hat ready. Oh God. Um, that's it. No, what kind is, of game is this? This is brutal. It's brutal. It's hard. It's brutal. <laughs> it's brutal. It, oh my it's, God. No, I'm the worst at why this. Why are you scaring our guests, guys? I'm scared. <laughs> oh wait, my computer's this. dying. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So here's, here, here's what we do. It's the, the okay. segment in our show is called quotes. Okay. Well, so that's it. It's very simple. Quotes. Um, okay. Basically what we do is. I'll, uh, usually, you know, whoever's hosting will read off the quotes. It, it may be recent quotes. Sometimes we go quotes okay. from the past and we try okay. to guess who said it. So I thought this would be a very appropriate segment for you because- Is it multiple choice? Inter- no. No. Oh no. my God. <laughs> okay. It is written we response. You, we give you a it's couple of guesses. It's, it's written hard. response for sure. You know, this, <laughs> this that SAT writing portion. We, we probe uh, for okay. hints though. Don't worry about it. Like we'll, oh, yeah. okay. we'll beat Tiago up until he gives us enough where we can actually form like- <laughs> okay. So, is there a winner in this? There can be. Um, the listeners. Okay. The listeners <laughs> are the winners. Okay. I w- I'd say the loser is usually our pride. Usually. Yeah, okay. facts. Sure. Yeah. Dang. Um, <laughs> Dang. Okay, so. You said. You said. You said. You said. You said. What? 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 Whoa, what? Wow. Let's start off with the first one. Okay. okay. You know, we'll just, uh, we'll go with the simple one. Okay. This is in the NFL. Oh, God. Watch this. Okay. All right. NFL. <laughs> Okay, former NFL player. Okay, here we go. Mm -hmm. Here's the quote. I thought I was done, but that itch came back. Okay, that's got to be. What position did this person play? (laughs) (laughs) This person is a wide receiver. Oh, 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 she has to get this. And I'll give you one more hint. He was the. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to put the pressure on you. (laughs) He was a wide receiver in the first round, 2009. I just in the first round in 2009. You can't give her another hint? I, I, can, give, I can give her. I can give her, I, can give her <laughs> I can give her two more. Okay, go ahead, Tom. I'll give her a hint. He graduated from University of Florida. That's a good hint. That's a great hint. Oh man! I can see him. Wait, I know you're talking about. He's got some rings. He's got some rings. Played with the Pouncy Boys. Wait, I know this person. <laughs> His NFL team was the Seahawks, the Vikings, and the Bills. I literally can see this person in my face <laughs> or in my mind. 
Oh my God. Why can't I think of his name? Because he's been irrelevant for years. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Whoa. Oh, Florida State wait. fan. Florida State fan. Florida State fan. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that is that. Oh my God. True. Wait. I don't know. Give her, give her right. the initials. Give her the initials. The initials are PH. Does this person have PH? Okay. That's not even who I was thinking. And, and he's got it. And his first name is like an old man name. Yeah. It's super throwback. <laughs> it's super throwback. Facts. He was definitely named after a grandfather or something. What? <laughs> I love this. I, I, this is so comforting because now I don't feel so bad when we don't know these quotes. Like, it Wait, feels- I'm sorry. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Look, I got an ESPN employee ESPN. stumped out here. Nine wide receiver from Florida. His last name rhymes with Marvin. What? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Christine, that's all I can do. That's that's, that's it. That's all I can do for I'm you. I'm dying out here. I'm dying. Am I like? Do I have dementia? <laughs> His name rhymes with Mercy Marvin. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Percy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Percy Harvin. Have <laughs> it up. You don't know who Percy Harvin is. <laughs> No. He has to, to be fair, he has been gone for quite some time. Wait, okay, so I was thinking of somebody entirely different, and now I really can't think of this person's name, and that's bothering me, even though it's not even the same person. <laughs> now that that's a different quote. That's a different <laughs> okay, okay. Wait, well, was, look, was he a part okay. of the team that beat the Broncos? Yeah. That's where you got his ring. No. Right? Yeah. He yeah, got yeah. His, he, yeah, he got it, yeah, he got his ring. Oh, 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 he beat ran the Broncos, it back. Beat the Broncos. Yeah, he, he ran it back. back. He ran, yeah, yeah. He ran the second half kickoff back. <laughs> Whatever, Percy. Like, I I was gonna say, when you said it was an old man's name, I was like, Percy is an old man's name, but like, no, who has that name? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's why you go with your gut. That's why you go with your exactly. gut. Okay. Exactly. This one's a little bit, okay. this one's a little bit easier. It's, it's, okay. This is in the NBA. No, you said that was the easiest one. Well, well I, well, I, I told a lie. I lied. My fault. This, this is wow. the easier one. Okay. It's an NBA. Okay. Um, he is retired. This is an NBA legend. A legend. The quote goes, the Bulls had no great centers. What Shaq would have done to those guys would have been unfair. Oh, you got to give us more than that. Because I, I don't even know that. This I NBA mean, like, legend I mean, is speaking about what the Lakers could have done to the Kobe 90s Bryant? Bulls. No. This is after last week's. This uh, is, uh, this is, this dance, is right? recent. This is more recent. Yeah. yeah. This is after since last dance. NBA legend often referred to for his great personality. What? And Kendrick Perkins. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that's probably the only time Kendrick Perkins has ever been referred to as an NBA legend, by the way. Hey, man. <laughs> Go to Boston with KP. Everybody's, he's a, he's a legend. Yes. Perk. But, um, okay. So Perk is known for playing for which team? Celtics. Boston. Okay. He, this person played for the rival. NBA legend. Cliff, you got to rock with this man. Uh, I don't even know where uh, I'm, right I, now. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess I would go Magic. I guess Magic would say something like that. Maybe. So Magic. I would. I would uh, yeah. yeah, but see, like, I would go like I, originally. I was thinking like Charles Barkley, but he doesn't. That's exactly. what I was gonna. I was gonna say Charles Barkley too, yeah. but he doesn't exactly play for the rival of the Boston. Okay, so Cliff has his final answer, Tony. I don't know, man. How many like, uh, how many, like Laker uh, legends are, are speaking right now? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'll go. I'll go with. I'll go with uh, the rival. But yeah, I'll go with. I'll go with Chuck. I'm gonna say Magic. Okay. Okay. It's Magic Johnson. There we go. It's Magic. Wow. There we go. But that's like a 
a weird quote because it has nothing to do with the person. It's about somebody else. So <laughs> welcome to our lives. Well, now you see why. <laughs> I like McDonald's. Is, Who said that? <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Okay, this is okay. this is the last one. This is the last. I one. definitely, okay. I definitely have the hardest one, so I can't talk too. Much. Oh yeah. Oh, he, he'll, Tony will have a quote. He's like, "This was said in 1969 by the." Uh, ABA legend. ABA. Yeah. Facts. Facts. <laughs> I want. I want to okay. make it mad difficult. Mad difficult. That's that's amazing. Okay. All right. So this is the last one. Okay. This is in the NFL Super Bowl winner. That should narrow it down. Okay. Oh, just About a little bit. Yeah, guys. just a little bit. Hey, by by what? Fifty-two <laughs> guys. Okay. He's on oh, the like team. Current Super current Bowl winner. Super Bowl winner. Oh, okay, yes. okay, okay, okay. Oh, I was like, so um, way more than that. Have one Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't watch football. I uh, no. Um, okay. <laughs> the quote goes, "Dang, I didn't realize y'all loved me before y'all even knew me." Oh man, I already know who this is. Because <laughs> I, I seen this the other day. I seen this the other day. He plays for the recent Super Bowl champion. Place for the Chiefs. Currently? He's widely known. Yes. Currently. Yes. Most famous person on the Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh, I mean, that's the most debatable, famous person? Mm-hmm. Mm, no, that's not debatable. Yeah, it is debatable. I mean, Pat, Trick? Trav? I got to go with Travis. No. I was going to say Trav too, but you said the most famous person. Yeah, see? <laughs> so it's okay. not that debatable. That's what I said. That's what I said. <laughs> is it Patrick Mahomes? Christine, you, you locking that, that doesn't in? Sound like something, that doesn't sound like something that Patrick would say. Yeah, it sounds like a well, I can't say. I can't say it in his voice. I can't be like, well, well. <laughs> no, yeah, oh, my goodness. <laughs> is that how Patrick I mean, talks? Can I, can I'm I talking about you? the Kermit the Frog. It's not. It's common knowledge. Uh, it's common I freaking knowledge. love <laughs> Patrick yeah. Mahomes. He's going to be a child forever. Um... <laughs> That's that's true, actually. Yeah, he like isn't like I thought. Maybe it's because I I covered him like his last year at Texas the Big Tech. Twelve, so I never mm. I never interviewed him. But I was like, maybe I just always see him as a child because he was a former student athlete. But no, he just is like such a baby face. It's the dude. way he speaks. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's not he's not very like he just is like he's not very like, aggressive, very adorable. political. Yeah, he the just question says is all the right things. Would he say that? Nah, I can't see it. I can't see it. I can't see him saying that. All right, I'm, I'm, let me rock for you, Tiago. All right, Tony. So this was uh, in response to Adam Lefko and Bleacher Report uh, giving him basically all the love in the world post, the, like right after the draft uh, when Kansas City traded up for him. They said they Kansas City finally got their quarterback. Oh. That is correct. That's Patrick. You were right. You were right. Okay, so in my mind, in my mind, I was thinking he said this after they the won Super the Bowl. Super Bowl. That's what I was thinking. And I was like, how did they just? He just said it this week because like they're cover- doing draft coverage. Right, right, okay. right. Got it. Which mm. shout out to wow. Lefko. He's, he's normally like right on the money. Did you see there was also a video where right after Lamar got drafted, he was super hyped. He's like, that kid's the future. Everybody's like, right. Pretty I mean, good for like, running. Sure, dude. You don't know what you're talking about. Wow, that's right. wild. That's well, Christine, wild. not well, bad. Well, great game. Hey, you know, <laughs> threw you out to the deep. Percy. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm never gonna like look at Percy Harvin the same way now. Every yeah, time I look me at him, either. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Mercy, I don't know who you are. What? Mercy Marvin. <laughs> I'm like Percy. <laughs> Who the heck is Percy? She said she's never going to look at Percy Harvin the same ever again. Like she's because now I'm going to actually know. She's going to know who it is now. (laughs) If you're going to interview him and you're going to say Mercy Marvin and you're going to immediately think about Percy, you didn't even know, but freaking triple overtime. (laughs) (laughs) 
this stupid podcast with these three guys. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Don't listen to Tony though. (laughs) Mute everything except or mute his his microphone and (laughs) you want to know why that is, but do you know why that is? You went to Florida State, so... Oh, you, sorry, Florida sorry, sorry, sorry. You're a Florida State fan. <laughs> Florida State sorry, fan. sorry, sorry, sorry. You're a Florida State fan. That is exactly I why. love this so, beef so much. Sorry, I love this. <laughs> that's what happens. This is what happens. Next like, time yeah. we have you on the show, it's just going to be you v. Tony. We're going to talk all yeah. Florida State v. That's there's it. an employee... There's a reporter at ESPN that hates me, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's me. Yeah, it's I, at first I was like, who? And then I was like, oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Um, we want to thank Christine for being along with us too. It was uh, a fun time and hopefully we'll be able to have her uh, on the show again. Even if that means I'm not here. That, that's right. Even <laughs> if she can get past Tony, then maybe we'll, we'll have her back on the show again. We said it before we said it again, guys, check us out on Instagram, um, Twitter at three OT podcast and, and let us know. What did you think about today's episode? Is there anything that you guys would like us to talk about? Um, let us know. You know, we'll put it out there, and and, and uh, we want your interaction. We want to hear from you guys as always. So let us know. Uh, we appreciate it. This is the Three OT Crew signing off, and we'll see y'all next week.